0: Check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee. And now your host, Yvonka.
1: Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and I have a really, really good friend. She's like family. She's like a daughter to me. Lauren Kirk is in the building. Welcome to uh, my podcast.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here.
1: Thank you for coming in and just coming in. First of all, being a great friend to Adrian for all these years. Uh, Lauren worked with Adrian at Chick-fil-A for many years. Uh, For the viewers out there, give you a little background about her. And she's just been a really, really good friend to my daughter. And so I thought, who would be the best at telling us about our eating habits, you know, our exercise? And I said, only Lauren could be the one to tell us this. So tell us about you, Lauren. How old are you? You know, what made you decide to do this uh, for your career?
2: Well, I'm 26 years old, um, and I'm a registered dietitian. I actually decided to become a dietitian because of some health issues that I had um, and some struggles that I had with my weight Okay. um, on both ends of the spectrum, from being underweight to being overweight. Um, Wow. And so a dietitian really helped me, and it was in a hospital setting, but that's where I first learned that, you know this is what I want to do.
1: Okay. So you basically had some health issues. I did. And basically the dietitian that helped her, you know, basically kind of like it was mentor type situation. Yeah. And you know a lot of times young people of today, you know, need someone to guide them and to figure out exactly what you want to do in life. It's it's hard nowadays, I think. So, it's good that, you know, I hate that you had the medical issues, but it was a blessing because you found something you love. So, that's the best Mm -hmm. part. Where do you work?
2: I work for Claxton Dietetic Solutions. Um, I'm a consultant dietitian.
1: Okay. Okay. And so, what can you say that is the biggest misconception about a dietitian?
2: Well, one thing is the difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist.
1: Okay, explain.
2: So every dietitian is a nutritionist, but not okay. every nutritionist is a dietitian.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. So
2: nutritionist, um, it has no legal status. It has no qualifications associated with it. You can get a certificate on the internet. Call yourself a nutritionist. Really? Um, mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of... But that's kind of scary, though. It is. So a lot of dietitians, myself included, kind of cringe a little bit if someone refers to you as a nutritionist, because you are a nutritionist, but you're so much more. You're a registered dietitian. And a registered dietitian, you have to have a minimum of a bachelor's degree. Okay. Um, I have my master's. And that's going to be required. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, in a few years it will be required for all dietitians. Okay. Uh, you have to complete an accredited dietetic internship. You have to pass a okay. national exam. You have to do continuing education. It's a very intense process. Um, so we're proud and take ownership over our yes. title. We don't want you know anyone off the street to call themselves a nutritionist. Right, uh, and people take advice from them. One example that I heard, and I thought it was the perfect example, okay. is if you have a toothache or a tooth problem, mm-hmm. who are you going to go see? A dentist. Right, you're going to go see a dentist. You're not going to go see, say, a toothologist. Yes, no. yes, yes. yes. So okay. It's the same thing. You want to see a registered dietitian, not yes. a, a nutritionist. Um, that's a
1: that's a yeah. good point. That's a real good point. You know, it's the same thing um, that I tell people, what do you want? Do you want someone that says, I can sell you a house, or do you want a realtor? Because anybody can say, I can sell you a house. You know, there's the sale by owners out there, but you want a realtor that you know, that has the knowledge, that, you know, has the license, that, you know, keeps up with, you know, the changes in the industry. So, I totally get what you're saying. Um, tell me this: um, What is losing weight to you? Is it, you know, a must? Is it? Tell me about when when you give advice about losing weight. What is the process, and what do you think is the key to it?
2: Well, I think the key is going to be moderation. Um, first of all, making small changes that, you know, are sustainable. You're not doing, you know, there's lots of fad diets. Yes. I get asked about different ones weekly. Yes. Um, But it's really about doing something um, that is, you know, it meets the nutritional recommendations. Yes. You're not cutting out nutrients. Okay. You're not losing weight too quickly because that, you know, it's hard to maintain, and it's not good for your body and your organs. You yes. want a slow, gradual weight loss. Um, and just healthy eating in general. You know, making half of your plate fruits and vegetables, a colorful meal, healthy yes. oils, lean meat, stuff that most of us know. It's just we don't always practice them. Yes, um, There's a Harvard healthy eating plate that's a great tool for people to look at. You can just type it into Google. Okay.
1: Um, What is it?
2: Harvard Healthy Eating Plates. Okay. That's what it's called. Um, And it's an image. So, you know, you can see the pictures. um,
1: Okay. Yes, she brought it in the building. So, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I see what you're saying.
2: And it even includes staying active because that's very important too. Um,
1: Okay, water.
2: Water, yes. So, you want your urine to be... A pale, yellow, like light lemonade kind of color. So if you're seeing, you know, something very concentrated, it's a great sign that you might need to drink more. Um, okay. Pay attention to your skin. If your skin is dry, the corners of your mouth. Um, if really? If you're constipated, you know, fluid is something that, you know, a lot of us don't drink enough.
1: Okay, so the corners of your mouth, okay, wait a minute, okay, wait a minute, let me think about that. Corners of your mouth, say it again, corners of your mouth.
2: Your lips can be something that can be dry, Really? yeah, because you want to hydrate your skin. Yes,
1: yes. So, those are tips on the signs of Mm -hmm. water, your water intake, your fluid intake. Um, So, what do you say, how much water do you recommend per day
2: you know it's completely individualized it depends on your health conditions Um, some people have health conditions that are going to increase their needs some are going to have ones that decrease it Um, you know if you're sick if you have a fever okay you're going to need more fluids okay Um, that's just one example so it's completely it just depends Um, and that's why you know there's dietitians out there so that we can calculate your exact fluid needs based on, you know, taking into the whole picture into account, you know, your weight, your height,
1: Yes. All of that. Okay, so let me ask you about, you know, um, you know, the new thing that you see a lot of people drink, you know, Gatorade has always been a big thing when people get sick and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, need the electrolytes and all that, and, but I see a lot of people with body armor, Mm-hmm. the drink, uh, is there much difference between the Gatorade and the Body Armor? To, is there, you know, do you recommend those or do you recommend just strictly water?
2: Well, so the Body Armor and the Gatorade are going to have electrolytes. And mm-hmm. that's not going to be included in a regular water. So if you need your electrolytes repleted for some reason, whether it's a stomach virus yes. or, you know, intense sweating and physical activity or something... Then, you know, the Gatorade or the Body Armor is going to have those electrolytes. Okay. It's also going to have calories. Now, there are some lighter versions out there. Okay. But ultimately, it's going to have calories. So, you definitely don't want to overdo it on those because they've got the sugar. They've yes. got calories. Um, we don't want to drink our calories away. I would much well, rather eat them. Personally. Yes, exactly. So, I agree. I agree. So, unless there's a specific reason that you need those electrolytes, water is always going to be the best.
1: Okay. So, tell me about the artificial sweeteners, the the bad, the indifferent. Just the, what do you feel about the artificial? uh, sweeteners for people?
2: Some of it is a personal preference. A lot of it is a personal preference. You know, some people prefer to go more natural, um, whereas others are okay with the artificial sweeteners. One thing that's out there and is kind of floating around is that artificial sweeteners, can they cause cancer? Can they cause brain tumors? All of that. Yes. Okay. Um, and there is no Substantial research that shows that they could be linked to cancer when consumed in the amount recommended, you know, by the FDA, approved artificial sweeteners. There's not any out there right now. So, um...
1: This is great information. You are are good. This is great information that people really need to know. So, you're saying basically, you know, there's no... um, research out there that's saying, you know, as long as you stick by the directions on the label or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that there's nothing out there that's proving that you can get cancer from it.
2: Right. Absolutely. And, you know, if you choose to go more natural and consume sugar and all of that, then that's, you know, your choice. Um, yes. But if you prefer to use the artificial sweeteners for blood sugar control or calorie cutting or whatever your reason... Yes, it's not linked to cancer with the research at this time.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to ask you one thing. I'm glad you brought that up so I can ask you one thing, and you may know and you may not know. I, I know so many people say, I've heard people say, well, coffee is good for you, and then some people say it's not good for you. What is your opinion?
2: I mean... Coffee helps get me through the day. It does. It does. (laughs) We're being completely honest. Yes. Coffee can be hard on your stomach if you have a sensitive stomach. If you're battling certain health conditions, Yes. the caffeine in it can be aggravating. Um, Okay. Caffeine can also act as a diuretic. So, there's things yes. to consider, um, but to my knowledge, there's nothing that's like, coffee is bad, you shouldn't drink it. Yes, because, yeah. you know, you
1: hear so many different things. Like, one day they'll say, don't drink coffee, it can cause cancer. The next minute is, coffee's good for you. I mean, so it's like, that's why I'm asking you that, mm-hmm. because I hear so many different things. I'm like, it changes, like, with the it weather. And I would
2: go back to, it's all about moderation. You know, if you drink a ton of coffee all day, your stomach is probably gonna hurt. It's probably it is not so great for your heart. Exactly. Um, but
1: I like gotta like have i gotta have my coffee in yes. the morning. I'm just being honest. I gotta have but I really don't drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. I'll drink like one to one and a half cups a day. I don't drink a lot, but I gotta have coffee in the morning. Yeah, I'm just being you honest. Going. But what do you think about tea, like tea? Because I know last year uh, I had laryngitis mm-hmm. and I had a speaking engagement and my voice was gone. And so David went to Starbucks and got um it's called a medicine ball or the cough drop, depends on what Starbucks you go to, what they call it. And it literally and it was herbal tea and lemon um, lemon juice in it. It had honey in it and I'm like so addicted to it now. I still drink it even when I'm not sick. What do you think about teas? Or is that a okay thing, or can you drink too much of that? This is a personal question.
2: Yes. <laughs> tea is fine. Um, okay. There's nothing wrong with tea, like I said, unless there's some underlying um, health condition, it does most of them do contain caffeine. so yes. you know that same thing kind of applies. Um,
1: is coffee, coffee. better uh, to drink uh, than tea, or vice versa, or are they about the same?
2: I wouldn't say that you can really compare them like that, or it's right. any different. Um, you know, it's just I
1: love tea, a though. Preference. Do yeah. you drink tea?
2: I do. Mm-hmm. I love tea. Yeah, I actually... Um, drink unsweet tea and it took me a while to get on that because uh-huh. we're so used to sweet tea and yes I had to little by little increase I would mix it and I would increase the amount of unsweet that I drank and now I'm all on unsweet um, and see the, I
1: can drink unsweetened tea yeah. and I'm Chick-fil-a's I love their unsweetened tea mm-hmm. you know if I get hardly ever do I get a sweet tea uh because they're Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, McDonald's is very, very sweet. Right, yeah. It's like, woo, yes, but I can drink unsweetened tea, and it doesn't faze me. And I'll put some lemon juice in it. I'm Mm -hmm. good with that. Yeah. So, So
2: with coffee and tea, it's more about what you add. So, if you're adding in a lot of sugar or a lot of creamer or or heavy cream, you know, that's calories and fat. um, Okay. You know.
1: So, is it better... Okay, I only put cream in mine. Okay. So, but, but,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's calories. It is calories.
2: Well, you need some calories. She said you need some <laughs> calories. You do.
1: So, is there okay? Another question. If someone wants to start losing weight, I agree with moderation. Yeah. Tolly, what can you give tips? And you can give. I know, you know, balanced diet and exercise Mm -hmm. tell me you know I know both of them you need both of them but what is the biggest thing I my opinion is is what goes in your mouth is yes you should have exercise but I think that your eating will determine how much you lose am I correct
2: yes I mean it's it's a balancing act, but ultimately, um, in my opinion, I do think what you put in your body is going to have the largest effect. Um, but physical activity okay. is a large part of it, for sure. There's um, a statistic, and I don't know... You know how statistics are. Right. Half of them aren't real. Yes. Um, so I don't know that this one's I real. I love you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> But it makes sense in my head, and it's, you know... Losing weight is 80% diet and 20% exercise. Like I said, I don't know that that's scientific, but...
1: I agree with that. Yeah. I just, (laughs) me and Adrienne just had a conversation about that, uh, the 80-20. And I do agree with that because you can exercise for an hour. And to me, I'm just using common sense. If I exercise for an hour, but I eat all day, I would think that my eating would be harder on my body than the exercise. I'm only getting an hour worth of exercise. So if I'm eating all day and I'm eating three times a day, I need if I need to lose weight and I need to trim down some things, I need to start with my eating because I do that more than I do exercise per day. Does, does that make sense?
2: It does. And like I said, you know, they're both really important things um, to take into consideration. And, you know, ultimately, you've got to lose weight. You have to burn more calories than you're taking in. Okay. So exercise helps with that because you're burning calories. Right. But if you're taking in you know, 10,000 calories a day. Right. Which, that's extreme, and, I realize. Right. But, you know, your exercise... One hour. You're not going to be able to combat that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. that's an
2: extreme example, and they do work hand-in-hand, because to lose weight, you've got to burn those calories, and exercise helps.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. I'm over 40, and one of the viewers' questions was metabolism. hmm And they were like, okay... Please ask about metabolism, and is it it true that it just dies after 40? (laughs) So, is it true that um, to start your metabolism, you have to eat something in the morning, something, to start that metabolism? Is that true?
2: Well, that's a very complicated question. Okay, I'm Um, sorry. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, Well, your metabolism certainly does not die after 40. Um, It feels like it. (laughs) You know, your metabolism changes as you age. Your nutrient needs change as you age. So, you know, your body changes. Um, Exactly. But it is important to eat in the morning just to, you know, start the day. Um, to get you going, you know, some people say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And that's just because, you know, your brain functions on, well, I mean, it functions on multiple things, but one of the main things is carbohydrates. Um, it helps provide energy, fuel, (laughs) um, so you're not going to have all the energy that you need if you're skipping meals, if you're not eating so,
1: you've got to start with carbohydrates and, you know.
2: Well, well-balanced. Yes. So, you want the carbs, the protein, the healthy plate. She um, said the healthy
1: plate. Remember yes. the healthy plate, mm-hmm. the colorful plate, she said. Okay, so you talked about weight, um, losing weight too fast. Mm-hmm. What do you consider too fast?
2: A general rule for most people is you don't want to lose more than one to two pounds a week. Okay. Now that changes based on your body weight. Um, Okay. If you are morbidly obese, okay. um, Losing weight at a higher rate than that. Okay. May be um, warranted. Right. But I would definitely do it with a health professional. Um, Okay. So it depends on the situation, but that's a good general rule.
1: One to two pounds a week. week, Okay. Mm -hmm. And so. One to two pounds a week, how many times a week do you suggest, like someone starting out, to exercise per week?
2: You know, I would try to maybe start three times a week and work yourself up, you know, 30 minutes. And you can exercise throughout the day. People don't realize, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Park your car further away and walk to the building.
1: That's true. Yeah,
2: so little things. I mean, you're not going to get your heart rate up as much as you would. But it's still
1: exercise, though. it still
2: counts. It's still getting you moving. Um, It's good for you.
1: Okay. Park your car far away at Kroger's, and you might not buy as much groceries. Yes. (laughs) When you go in (laughs) there, that is the key to it. So the to-do list and all of that, what can you tell me? about young professionals and managing your eating habits, what would you say to put on their to-do list?
2: Well, I would say plan in advance. This is what gets me in the most trouble. This is what gets most people in the most Uh trouble, I feel like, is, okay, if I'm thinking, what am I going to have for dinner? And it's 30 minutes before it's time to eat... Yes. Then it's going to be a lot harder to have a well balanced dinner um, or to make something at home, which is going to be ideal. Exactly. So plan in advance, you know, on Sunday or Saturday or whatever day of the week that you want. Plan out your meals, what you need. Um, your my in laws, they
1: literally, on Saturday, they go to the grocery store and they plan out their meal for the week and they go to the grocery store. And my father in law is so disciplined. This man only he only goes to certain grocery stores that he knows where everything is, and whatever's on his list, he goes down that aisle. He does not go on the other aisles. <laughs> it's now, too my mo- now my now my mother in law, on the other hand, she she's got to see what's newest. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, got to some labels. Yeah, exactly. And, mm-hmm. But he it, they are so disciplined on meal planning, and they've been that way since my husband was little. They plan it out, and I said, well. What about, you know, Monday come and you've got chicken on the menu, but Monday's there and you don't want chicken. They still eat chicken.
2: Well, I would say flip it around, put it in the You See, that would be me. Yeah. Yes. But at least you have a plan. Um, and. Meal prep is a huge craze right now. It is. And you don't have to go to an extreme, you know, just... A lot of people do. And you can, if that's what works for you. A lot of people...
1: No, but they go too far, Lauren. They really do. I mean, the color... uh, You've seen the color container girl that's, you know, I'm happy for her, but I'm like, you really need a colored container to... I mean, really, for meal prep, really... You know, but talk about that part. You know, what... I mean, do you think... um, Well, I know that it's out there, but to me, when I meal prep, um, I have one container. I don't eat out of that container. And that's how it keeps me down, my portions. I mean, when you said moderation earlier, that's what I did, and portion control. Because when David was in the hospital, I meant I was 100 pounds more. I was huge. You didn't get to see me then. And honestly, I went from Sunday to Thursday planning out my breakfast and lunch, and it helped me make better choices. You know, even when I'm in the car, um, I don't go to the gas stations, and David will go to gas station, Lauren, and he'll pull out $40 worth of junk. Talk about those type things, you know, how to prevent that, um, your opinion.
2: Okay. Well, What you mentioned with your container, um, eating on a smaller plate or a smaller bowl kind of tricks you into feeling like you're eating more, that you're more satisfied. Versus if you put a smaller amount on a large plate, Mm
1: -hmm. you're going
2: to be like, where's the rest of my food? Um, So, smaller containers are good. Um, Also, you know... Drinking water is helpful. Yes. A lot of times, we think we're hungry, but we're really just thirsty. Or we're bored. Yes, um, that's
1: true. My son. <laughs>
2: yes. <is. laughs> so, but I would recommend, you know, drink. And then wait 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and are you still hungry? Are you physically hungry? And if you are, then eat a healthy snack or a healthy meal if it's okay. time. Um, what but, do
1: you consider a healthy snack?
2: Well, Again, moderation, but, you know, <laughs> fresh fruits, vegetables are going to be good choices. Whole grains. Um, I really like popcorn mm-hmm. without the butter and all the salt on it, but just, you know, Oh, you're
1: naturally. disciplined. Oh, wow. Hey, it
2: doesn't mean I don't have it with butter and salt sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but moderation.
2: Yeah, you know, vegetables dipped in hummus, yogurt. Yes. There's lots of options.
1: So... Do you cheat? How many days a week do you cheat?
2: <laughs> well, I don't really... I don't know the answer to that because I don't really view it that way. As cheating, it's cheating. You just look at it as... being well-balanced. Um, Did
1: y'all hear her say well-balanced? Well-balanced on your food intake, your water intake, uh, exercise. Um, what else do you... Can you say that is something that the viewers really need to know about their um, choices. And then, uh, can you speak on, you know, a lot of people are um, doing the surgeries. And I, I know a lot of people that has done gastric bypass and all the different surgeries. And I just think that you should try to lose weight you know, in a natural way because I think those surgeries do so much harm. I've seen them do so much. What do you think?
2: I think it's always best to, you know, try to lose weight by eating healthy. Um, I'm not saying that there's not exceptions. Yes. But, you know, it's a great starting point at the very least and what most of us just need to do. Um, I would say be so cautious. Stay away from fad diets. Um, Okay. Because, you know, they're stylish plans. They promise dramatic results a lot of times. Yes. But bottom line, most of them just aren't healthy. You're cutting out nutrients that you need. Um, And some of them you're losing weight so quickly, it's not healthy, and then you just gain it back or it's water weight. Um, So some things to know whether something is a fad diet.
1: Oh, that's good.
2: If you're eliminating a food group completely, okay. if it's promising very quick results or dramatic results, um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Okay. Um, also, if it tries to sell a product, then that can also be an indication that it's kind okay. of a bad diet. So, those are some things. Oh, that's some good information. Yeah. So, if you hear, you know, a diet and it's it falls into those categories... Mm-hmm. Probably is a fad diet,
1: okay, so I, I know a lot of people um have done like the Atkins diet, mm-hmm. you know um and i I understand you know the proteins and all that and less carbs, but that would to me would be a fad diet because yes,
2: it would be yeah,
1: mm-hmm. because once you start eating back the carbs and all that you're gonna gain it back so. Um, it was another diet. I'm trying to remember that a friend of mine just mentioned and I was like, and it was it had a product, so I'm have to tell her that if it's a product that you're saying that's probably a fad diet if yeah. they're selling a product yeah. so last but not least, I would say, you said a verse in the Bible, first Timothy um. Speak on that.
2: Okay, so um, let me read it because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> but, so one thing that I try to remember, being a young professional, um, 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Now, granted, I do believe um, Timothy is talking about the church persevering um, in a time where there's some false teachings and stuff like that, so right. it's in a different context, but I do believe that it is applicable in other places, and not just when you're speaking to other believers, but to everyone, yes. um, so it's just a great verse to
1: That's kind amazing. of think about. Read yeah. it one more time. Yeah. For the viewers, so they can really get this. Say it again.
2: Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And that's 1 Timothy
1: 4.12. That's amazing. She is 26 years old. She speaks very well. You can totally tell that she knows her. She knows her craft, her craft is to help people be better in their eating and to be healthier. Um, and the Bible says, do all things in good order. And whatever we do, we have to do good order. And I know it's very hard sometimes, you know, as a young professional to find their way. Let me say, you found your way. Well, you can me. totally tell. You're, I mean, you're speaking with grace. I can feel that you... Truly, it's not a job to you. It's a true calling on your life. You want to help people be better. You know, so let me say this to you. Keep doing what you're doing. You can totally tell that what you're doing, you're making a difference. And know this, um, if you ever need, you know, direction, can they call or come to your job? Can they hire you?
2: Well... How does that work? The company that I work for currently is more, um, okay, you know, long-term care, or skilled rehab. Okay, it's more facilities, but you can get online. Okay, and just there's dietitian finders uh, yes. out there. I think there might be one on EatRight.org.
1: EatRight.org. Um, maybe, okay.
2: No promises, but okay. it can point you in the right direction. Exactly. <laughs> I sure. Um, that's the Academy of Nutrition's website. Okay. Um, but find a registered dietitian. You know, there's all sorts of outpatient dietitians. You know, okay. You can ask your doctor. Is there a that's dietitian true. on staff? That's um, true. Your primary care physician. There okay. may be one in the building. They may be able to refer you to one. If you're seeing a cardiologist, um, or an endocrinologist, then chances are they know a dietitian, they work very closely with them. Okay. Um, So I think it would be beneficial for so many people to see a registered dietitian, um, so you can definitely find one in your area without a problem.
1: Perfect, perfect. Thank you for being here.
2: You're welcome. Thank you for giving this information. Oh,
1: yes. She gave great information and... Know this. Pray and ask God to lead you in losing weight, getting healthier, and exercise. And ask God to give you strength to go to the next level. Set small goals till you build up the strength to have bigger goals and never give up on being the best person you can be don't judge yourself. Don't care. You don't need to care about what other people think. It's basically what God thinks of you and what you think of yourself. And if you feel like that you need to do better, eat better, and live better, tune in every Thursday to Talk in Tennessee with Yvanka. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Talk in Tennessee with Yavonka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web ww.yavancasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavonka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.